You're listening to The View From Up Here, an equipping podcast by Viewpoint Leadership and Development. Our vision is to cultivate a change in the way the world views leadership and development. And our mission is to foster better leaders through a modern approach while developing individuals into their true selves. My name's Brad Walbridge, your host for our time together. And joining me in our conversations is our president and founder, Josh Trout, and our COO, Joel Archery. You know, Josh, in our last episode, we we talked a lot about what this podcast is is geared towards right. and what it means towards the the listener and and the value of that. Um, but one of the things that we kind of touched on a little bit, just the the unfortunate experiences that you and Joel have had, um, good experiences that Joel have had, but the driving force behind all of that. And I thought about how we as leaders, like we, well, really anyone, but certainly as leaders, like we listen to ourselves the most, yeah. you know, good, bad, ugly. Mm. We listen to our own inner monologue and dialogue the most. And we've talked off air about mantra. Yes. What, what we're saying to ourselves, how we're putting that into action. And you had some interesting thoughts. I, I know we'll, we'll talk with Joel a little bit as well, but you had some interesting thoughts into how you have engaged with other leaders and how you have how you engaged them in conversation and dialogue. So can you unpack that a little bit? Yeah, I think that, you know, uh, a lot of companies will talk about when we're interviewing people or we're developing people, but specifically with the interview process, um, We've all seen the the pretty sheet, right? That has all the bullet point questions. Mm-hmm. So tell me about a time yep. that you did ABC, right? Yeah. And w- while there's a lot of corporations out there, some of you, the, some of you that might be listening that that work in human resources, They're and really might have, you right now. Uh, you know, established this. It works, right? Um, but what do you really get out of that? Right. I think the, the, the thing that I found in common with a lot of leaders is we have people that can come in, talk about their resume really, really well. They already know what the pre uh, drawn up questions are. Yeah, right. They because it online. You, bingo. Yeah. And man, they can answer those questions really well. Yeah. And what did we really find out about that person? Honestly, nothing. Mm-mm. Right. So, um, this is something that I've talked to other leaders about before, and we, we've identified there needs to be a different approach to that, to, again, like we've talked about in the first episode, finding the core of who that person is, who they truly are. Because I think that you know most of the time, unless you're a specialized physician or something like that, skills can be taught, right? Um, but you can't teach somebody to be a good human being. You can't teach somebody to truly know who they are as a person to be able to identify those those characteristics and bring the best out of them, mm-hmm. right? So um, when I when I got to talk to Joel and he really started to to talk about this mantra, um, I got really excited. And it wasn't about his shoes this time. It was actually about <laughs> mantra. Uh, you did know, you have to go look up mantra? I, be I, honest. I, I I did. Okay. I did. And what'd you find? It's. Really trendy guys that have nice shoes that like to use words. Oh. Like that. <laughs> no, that's Metro. That's Metro. <laughs> oh, that's that's Metro. That's a sorry, throwback. sorry, I got a little confused. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so easy to confuse them. So so easily confused. Oh, yeah. Um, no, but you know what was nice is I just asked them. Right. Yeah. I don't know everything. So I asked him and he told me what, what the, the uh, core of that is and what his vision is for mantra. And I fell in love with it immediately and it identified how quickly um, 
going through the mantra process can really impact in an individual to prepare themselves for an interview to not just meet those questions, right, that they know is going to be asked, but to really find out who they are at the core and mm -hmm. express that. Mm -hmm. And how does that align with the job that you're trying to go after? Um, so, yeah, I, I got really excited about mantra sure. when Joel talked about it. So, Yeah, that's good. Joel, walk us through this. You, I mean, you're smiling ear to ear. I wish people I do could love, see you. I love talking about it. Uh, walk us through kind of the origin for yeah. you, the genesis yeah. of of mantra, and why it's why it's so important to you. Yeah, why you feel so, like it needs to be a part of what we're doing? Yeah, it's in, and that's a fantastic question. So when when you've worked in the church for a long time, you see that the world loves at at large. The world loves spiritual aspects, but not overtly things in your face. And mantra has this kind of ooh, like like we were joking before. It, it, it um, some of the definitions are Hindi or Buddhist, right? There's this, there's something about it that's different. It's not just pale, you know, this vanilla that's got some spice to it. And so, when you look at it, the word literally means tool of the mind or tool for the mind or mind tool. Uh, and it's basically marrying your worldview and then your self view. So how you view the world and how you view yourself together to then get really to the heart of what drives you. So when you think about it in, in respect to as Josh is talking about, like where it comes from when, with the job stuff, it came from, I was thinking about the question you always get asked, I swear it's probably 99.5% of the time, the first question you get asked in an interview is, so tell me about yourself. And what the interviewer is not asking you to do is talk about your hobbies on the side, or talk about your accomplishments on your resume, they want to see how well you can really f align yourself to the job that you're looking at. And it's it's an opportunity for you to pitch yourself, but in a really good, compelling, cohesive way. And that's what the mantra, specifically in the realm of interviews, mantra helps you craft this narrative about yourself that glues you and the job in the mind of the interviewer. So now the interviewer, when they think about you afterwards and they're going through all the applicants, they go, okay, they were. I just really liked hanging out. I liked talking to them. I think they'd be a great fit for the role because that's what they're looking for. They've seen your resume. They know what you've done. And now they've gotten an opportunity to go, wow, this person is is wonderful. I, I enjoy the chat with them. I enjoyed that. So obviously, they'd probably be really good to work with because the, they fit the role with their requirements. I enjoyed them. I like this person. And now you've endeared yourself to the interviewer in a way that no, no other people are really doing in interview processes. They're mm -hmm. just kind of regurgitating their resume or mm -hmm. going over their pre-described answers for the questions. And so right. that's really kind of where it started. And I tested it out on this app called Fishbowl. And we did a Fishbowl live session, my sister and I. We talked about conquering interview anxiety. and Because I don't have any interview anxiety because I've spent <laughs> the better part of my life being introspective. Overly so, to where it you know made me anxious and depressed for a while. But I know myself really well, and I know how to talk about myself really well in the sense of this is who I am. And I've never walked into in, into an interview ever nervous because no matter what the question is, I know I can always pair it back to who I am and then connect it back to something I've done. So anytime it says tell me about a time, I go well, this is who I am, and this informs what happened, and this is why I fit for the role. And every time you do that, it's this loop for the interviewer who goes, yep, yep, they're perfect for perfect for the role. And so we talked about conquering interview anxiety, talking about like, you know, preparing your desk, looking at questions, knowing the company. But then I really thought about this mantra thing and I wanted to test it with people. And having a background of psychology and counseling, 
you learn to you learn to read between the lines of what people say. When you ask them a question, you're not really looking to you're not listening for the answer. You're listening for the things between the the, the things they say and the answer because mm-hmm. that's really what you get. That's the heart of it, and you really want to get to the heart of the person, the heart of the answer. Yeah. And so it it comes down to in an interview when someone asks, "Tell me about yourself. What drive?" and then you say, "Well, what drives you?" You're looking at all these things people say and goes, "Okay, so at at, at your base point, this is what drives you. This is who you are." And so I tested it in this Fishbowl live session. We had 2,300 people attend. And I literally, and live in the, in the event, had someone, I said, what drives you? And the person said, I, it was the funniest person. <laughs> they said, it was, a, it was a woman who said, I, uh, I feel like this is a terrible answer, but I just want to not have to worry about what I'm buying. Like, I don't have to worry about the price tag. She said, but I don't feel like I can say that if someone asks me, tell me about yourself. Like, what drives you? And I said, no, actually, that's really great. We can work with that. And so I said, well, you know, talk to me some more. Like, what, what drives you within that? And she talked more about hobbies and stuff. And so, we, and really, it's a, a mantra session is super quick. I just take what they say and I quickly go, okay, so this is what I'm thinking. And what I said was, this is you. You are someone who loves when work works for you and enables you to do things outside of work that then fill you up to work better. So you have this you you enjoy a really good work life balance because you understand that work and life help have this interplay, and she was like that's perfect, and that's exactly and she actually went on to go further in interviews because of that because she was able to say that and and so long story short about the genesis it, that was really the moment where I realized there's something here that's different than what anyone else is talking about and I and I can uniquely talk about this because of my experience of learning about myself and doing counseling and learning about others and then um, just even talking about leadership and seeing how how corporate America plays and, and how you can kind of find your niche there. Uh, and so that's kind of really where it started. I know that was a long answer for a short question, but yeah, that was the genesis. And and Joshua, as you hear that, like you're the you're the yeah. listener right now, yeah. right? You're you're sitting here but you're the listener. Like what is it about that that gets you excited? Yeah, so you know, as a listener, I think it it provides me with a different outlook on how I should go about my interviews, right? Mm-hmm. I think that um, number one, it tells me I need to have a little bit more of a understanding of who I am as a person, and focusing more on that, not necessarily studying the company right. and studying how to to give the right answer, right? Yeah. Um, but truly knowing who I am to be able to share that. And I think there's a lot of a lot of people out there that think they know who they are. Well, yeah. Right? But yeah, but they, they are, though. They, right? Some of them do. I mean, you are, we've talked about this online, you are the subject matter expert of yourself. Yeah, Because absolutely. you listen to yourself the most. Like, you right. are the SME in the corporate speak yeah. of yourself. But you might also not know as much as you could, is what you're saying. Like, exactly. you could know more exactly. to better yeah. convey who you are to a company. Yeah. But also, you could yeah. better convey yourself as a leader and, and portray yourself and actually live out yourself as a leader if you knew yourself better. And so that's where we came from with Absolutely. the... It wasn't Now it wasn't just, you know, oh, it's an interview trick. It became, this feels like we need to really frame all of Viewpoint around when we, when we talk to people, when we run th- people through what we're doing, we take them through a mantra session first yeah. because that sets us apart too. Right. What other leadership company says, hey, Brad, what drives you? And you're like, okay, cool. And then we sit down and then you and I work and we go, okay, so this is what I'm thinking, what drives you? And you go, yeah, that's exactly it. Then we go, okay, now this, think of it like a bubble chart you would do in in middle school. Now let's go to all these different things. How do you think that interplays with this, with your job? How do you think that interplays with your home? How do you think that interplays with your dreams? And now you start to make these connections you've never made in your life. 
in a, in a way that's so simple too. Right. It's not like I have to sit down with you for five sessions of an hour long. No. Right. These are like 30 minute sessions right. with a person. What light bulbs right. every time go off. So what's neat though is when we go back to the first episode, you see the interconnectivity, right? There's yeah. a lot of things where it's it's not about just saying, "Hey, you're a good leader," right? Um, or here's how to be a good leader. It's about starting at the at the the base of who am I as a person? What yep. what drives me? What makes me go? So, you know, we talked about what I have taken from that from being a listener as a leader, as one that does interviews, and I'm interviewing these people, um, you know. One of the things we have done as leaders that have failed is that, again, we don't know who our people are. No. Right? We think, okay, you're being hired to be a um, Just fit e- the role. EVS yeah. person, mm-hmm. right? You're going to be the person that comes into our organization and you're going to clean. Okay, well, that's great, right? That's a skill. But whenever I'm going to go as a leader and truly get to know my people and celebrate their successes... Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to go, hey, um, I'm going to give you a shout out. Congratulations for making my floors look so clean. And I'm going to tell everybody. And I'm going to call you up in front of everybody to give you that credit. And then what I don't realize is that person's an introvert. They don't like being called out in front of people. And that's not what drives them. Right. Right. Um, oops, <laughs> right? yeah. and now it backfires. So I think it comes down to, again, this allows the uh, interviewee to give that opportunity to say who they are and what makes yeah. them go, what, what drives them. But then myself as the interviewer, I know who they are. I better be taking notes because whenever we hire this person, I now know who they are as a person, right? And I can go ahead and celebrate them or whatever it may be that aligns with them, not myself. Um, So, you know, in the world of business development, there's a thing that we always say, know your audience. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? That's what that is. Yeah, Yeah. so true. Yeah. Joel, when you think about hesitations that people could have about even if they've done something like this in the past, they think about mantra, Maybe for some of them, that's a new word. Yeah. It's a new way of thinking. Some of the things you're saying, it's like, it just seems like a lot of work. Yeah. Like, what are some of the hesitations you think people could have that are listening that you maybe could dispel? Yeah. I've, I've actually talked to a couple of people about it. So I've, I've now done, since I did the Fishbowl Live session, I think I've done upwards of 30 mantra sessions, and it's only been like a month or two. Or two. <laughs> uh and don't tell my boss. Uh, and it's, <laughs> I've had people say like, it just, it's hard, it's hard at times to wrap your mind around something you've never thought about, but that has immense permeation through everything else in your life, right? It feels daunting because you're, you're taking everything about yourself and you're putting it into like two sentences. And then you're saying it has implications for everything in your life. <laughs> you're going, this is insane. And so that has been a hesitation for people. But the, what I want to say to dispel that is like, we would work with you, right? Like it's, you're not alone in it. Right. I mean, I, I, I've had the same conversation with a couple people about their resume a few times because they just have a hard time with it. Because I, I, I gave someone homework. I want you now, every bullet on your resume, connect it to your mantra so that you would at a, at a moment's notice be able to connect who you are with something you've done as a logical logical progression of who you are. Like this is, of course I'm gonna have this happen in my life because this is who I am. And that's where I wanna to try to get people to, so it feels like a lot of work, it can feel daunting, but you don't have to worry about it because we would work with you. 
and right. you wouldn't be alone in that. And there's there, everyone else is experiencing the same thing. Like we're right. talking about, it is an issue in in leadership and development right now. No one's really doing this. So, no. so the cool thing too is you'd be kind of on the cusp of uh, this new type of way of doing things in, in leadership and development in the sense of like no one yeah. else is. You'd be cutting. So edge. what you're saying is just like our shoes, we're trendsetters. <laughs> My gosh, we, we cannot. Is that going to be another thing too? I mean, hey, you never know. Well, the right? mantra, the metro, the mantra, I mean, metro. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Brad, if I can bring something up real quick, Joel, is yeah. I think what's cool about this is this is not a one-time thing, Mm-mm. right? So sure, we sure. have learned there's a consistency to there's it. a consistency to it. But the thing is, is we all go through several seasons within our life. Right. So we may sit with you and talk through this with you for this current role that you're trying to go after, and you grow a relationship with us, and you listen to this podcast and love what we do and what we say, and you want to stay, you know, uh, connected with us. That's awesome. And then down the road, you're going for a new job within that company or somewhere else. Well, guess what? You're probably another season of your life. Yeah. Right. And and we're going to have the opportunity to see where you're at, meet you where you're at, right. and maybe help you get that next step. Yeah, we right? want a journey with you. But even it's to go a step further. Here's, I'm glad you said that. It's a journey together. It is. Yeah. To go a step further, if you're a leader, right, here's here's to, to listeners. If you're a leader and, you, and you're a manager and you have people under you, who's to say we can't partner with you to help you do mantra sessions for people underneath? Right, like Absolutely. You say, hey, what drives you to your people? And then you you, you hit us up and say, hey, I have five people under me. This is what they say drives me. What do I do with that? Right. So literally what you're saying about that guy, yeah. let's say the guy who's the cleaner, yeah. that's me. I'm like, please affirm me. <laughs> yeah. Please, I need I need my name recognized just for one thing. I would have never thought that. Because I'm like, shut your mouth. <laughs> because my mantra is I want to be a refreshment to every single person I ever interact with right. and that I want people to feel not burdened, but bolstered, mm. not, not run down, but edified. Mm. Like I want every interaction for people to go, yeah, I feel like... I generally am more happy now right. after. I just feel better. Mm-hmm. And and what happens is I'm often managed in a way that I'm just drained and drained and drained and drained. And I that makes me feel bad, though, because I don't feel like I can refresh people when I'm constantly drained. Well, your productivity. Right. And yes, so you know, for that person, yeah. if you had asked him, what, you, like, what drives you? And he said, I just want to serve. And like I don't want to be my name in lights. I just want to serve and help the business and not have to be about me. You would have never done that. No, not at right? all. And that's, that's a call for you leaders who are listening. You need to know what drives the people under you, and then be a student who constantly asks more questions and says, okay, so like today, I'm asking a lot of you. What is that doing with what drives you? Like, wow, what a world that we would live in if a manager would ask their person, like, hey, I know I've asked you like 10 tasks today, thinking of today with my own work. Uh, <laughs> what does that do for what's driving you right now? I would say, I, I don't, I don't want to work here anymore. <laughs> That's what I would say. I'm like, I'm, I cannot wait till five o'clock to where I can leave and not have to answer anything until tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then he would go, okay, so how can we work that differently? Mm-hmm. How, what a world would be if, if leaders and managers did that. Absolutely. Yeah. So if I'm, I'm thinking as a listener, right. I'm hearing what you guys are saying. I want to figure out what next steps could look like if I, if I want to do this. What is my next step? Or what are my series of next steps yeah. for me to consider if I want to do that? So what we would do is we would sit down, you and myself, and 15 to 30-minute session, we'd figure out what your mantra is. And it doesn't have to be anything more than, like, what's your mantra? Right? It's super simple, no other implications. It's just... Here's something to think about. This is what we've you've agreed on too, because you would also have to say yes. <laughs> it's not I'm telling you your mantra. This is set in stone, <laughs> right. Ten Commandments. Yeah. You can smash them, but you get in trouble. 
uh, you would, that's a Bible joke. You would, you could go and say, no, I feel like that's not quite it. Like we would work till you, you agreed this is what it is. And then you own it. And then we would, could talk in future sessions about, okay, how does this relate to a job you're looking at? How does this relate to your employer? How does this relate to the people you manage? And it, that it's really that simple. And it's, I don't want to say I'm holding your hand, but I'm just guiding you and taking all the pressure off of you to figure You're things out. Through that journey, with I that, will yeah. do the legwork for you. You just tell me if I'm stupid, yeah. if I'm right or wrong, and then we and that way you don't have to be fearful of making a commitment about what's your mantra. And I, I think what's interesting about that, and again, this is part of also what separates us, is that feels, it sounds and feels very personal. Yeah. Very nuanced very customized to me yep. mm-hmm. as the person coming to you where I, I not only get your time and your energy, but this is very much about me specifically. It's not a program. It's nope. not a system. It is very customized, which is part of what makes it so different. It's not going to click in every area immediately. It doesn't. Yeah. Like I've, I've done enough with so many people. Sure. I've had people saying, hey, I need to hit you up again. I have an interview coming up with this job, and I really don't know how my mantra aligns. And I was able literally to show someone this week, this one bullet point in the job description is honestly just a more verbose way of saying your mantra. And I want you to say that in the interview. Mm. When they say, tell me about yourself, you talk about your mantra, mm-hmm. say something you've done in your resume. So like, let me give you, a, like, I'll give you an example real quick. I know we're, we're going to wrap up. So it's like, Josh, say, tell me about yourself. So say it to me, you're the interviewer. So uh, Joel, tell me about yourself. Thanks. Yeah, Josh, what I, I would really love for you to know is that, so this is this person's one, that I am someone who loves to make it a positive impact through creativity. I love being a part of creative solutions that lead to positive impact for the business and for myself and for people around me. And it makes me think of this time when I was a designer and a developer for my last company. And we were trying to think about what was something that was gonna really grab people, but everyone was just kind of burnt out. No one was had any ideas. And so I just kind of thought, what if we just took a moment and be really, this is going to sound really weird, let's just doodle. And we all just doodled and we doodled. And everyone started to joke and laugh about each other's doodles and that we livened people up and some really cool ideas came out of that. And then we were able to come up with this really cool campaign for what we we're going to do and that, that yielded a, a wonderful result for our company. And then everyone felt a little bit more empowered and, and felt less burnout in the process. And it makes me think about this job description that is in this role, which is honestly a more robust way to say my, my mantra because it's or my, you know, what drives me because it's analyze and come up with creative solutions that have an impact for the company and the people around you. And I'm, and I think that this is why I would be a really good fit for this company and really good, great fit for this role because it's literally just who I am. Hmm. All right, let's hire him. You're hired. (laughs) (laughs) But believe it or not, like as someone who's been in interviews where someone said, I feel like, I feel blessed to know you. I feel like I'm inspired after that interview. And that's not bragging about myself, but if you say that to someone, like you guys just said, it makes you as an interviewer feel, oh, I don't have to worry about like hunting for the truth about this person or figuring out really, okay, okay, what other questions should I ask? Yeah, what's the 14th canned answer that I'm going to get? Exactly. Exactly, right. And that goes back to, again, how I do my, my interviews is the fact of, again, skills are skills and that's good, but I want to know who you are, right? Yeah. Can I connect with this person? Does this person get me excited? Yeah. Right? So what you just went through, I was sitting here listening to you, and I was getting excited hearing it, right? Like, and it was made up. Yeah, likewise, yeah. You know, so um, it's just, it's really, really important to to be able to get the interviewer excited about hiring you, right? right? But I also think, too, if I can add, Joel, is, is 
this is driven by you. Right, like Brad was saying. Right, yeah. you know, I think, Brad, yeah, you, the, you hit the, that the, spot on. Yeah, the individual yeah. is driving the process. 100%. Yeah, and yeah. we're here No matter what, in, whether you're going to get an interview or you're a leader or right. you're an aspiring leader, it doesn't matter. Right. Right. So safe to say this is probably going to come up a lot in the future. <laughs> probably. Is that, probably. Is that right? Yeah, yes. I, I love giving examples of, of mantras that I've gotten from working with people because it's just like... It's it's so beautiful yeah. to see, and that's so. You in the last episode said you love to see other people succeed. Yes, that gives you joy. Mm -hmm. I love to see people make connections in their life in, in ways they've never experienced before, and to see yeah. light bulbs go off and they go, "Whoa!" Mm -hmm. I just simplified so much of my stress mm -hmm. and anxiety, alleviated a lot of stuff. Yeah. I feel a lot more empowered now to live better, like not to be like I'm going to make a name for myself, but to live in a better way yeah. without the bad and more for the good. Yeah. And Brad, if I can just share too, you know, this is what's really exciting about having Joel on the team is, um, you know, we both have things that we uh, shine on, yeah. right? And uh, for the listeners that are, that, are, that are listening to this, that are interested in the mantra, um, I, I can honestly tell you that there's nobody better than Joel to walk through this journey with you. Yeah. Um, he's exciting. He's motivated. He um, has a vision um, that not many people have. And I think that he can definitely uh, take you by your hand and walk you through that and um, prepare you for success. So um, mm. I'm honored to have you, Joel, for, for that because, you know, not everybody can do that, yeah. right? Um, I get the concept, but you <laughs> by far understand it yeah. and can drive it a lot better than I can. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. And I think to anyone who is who's listening that's skeptical, um, take a step. Yes. Just take a step and try the process, you know, just to take that step, be able to to give it a chance and see what it does. Yeah. You know, maybe you've been beating your head against the wall for for months or years in a dead end job or not being able to to get really good opportunities and you gotta, you gotta make a change. Yeah. So this could be that that pathway, and I think just as a directional piece, people can go to the website. Mm -hmm. They can look under services. They can find um, the next steps to be able to do that, and just and just take that step. Yeah. That's all we're encouraging you to do. Um, and of course, you are going to be continuing to hear a lot about this. Yeah. Uh, in the future, so look forward to having those conversations.